Hey there, thank you for coming back and listening to another episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. Today, I have a Facebook Live that I actually recorded with my friend Renee at Vice and Mom. She was actually a guest here on the Real Happy Mom Podcast on episode number 65. You definitely want to check that one out where we talked about the four steps for rising above overwhelm for busy moms. And in this episode, we talk about a lot of different things, but mainly we talked about having a word for the year and how that is beneficial and how it's been beneficial for me. So I wanted to share this over here with you and let you hear what we were chatting about. So let's go ahead and jump on in. All right, you guys, welcome back. We are on the final day of our 12 days of Christmas. So today is day number 12. And I'm so excited to have Tony in here and have her share and just chat and engage. And I know both of us are working moms, so it's no wonder that we're both here on a Saturday morning. But um, I'm at least in my pajamas still. I don't know about you. I've got my coffee. So We'll have a fun little Saturday morning adventure. So thanks for hopping on with me this morning. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I know we were just chit-chatting a little bit about 2020 and all of the, of the fun, crazy, wild stuff that it's brought this year. Mm -hmm. So what is 2020? What are some of those big things that you've learned or you've experienced this year? Yeah, I think for everyone, I think we've all kind of learned like what is really most important to us because, Mm -hmm. you know, having things being taken away and we've been kind of bare bones, um, we've realized like, you know, what's really, truly important right now. And so that kind of has been the theme of the pandemic because I've been trying to find some of the good in this foolery that we've been going through. Um, so that's the one thing is like, okay, like you say your family's important, like, let's see if it's really important. You say that, you know, um, you know, having quality time for whatever is important. Let's really see it. So that's kind of been the biggest thing for me. And then mm-hmm. also too, with the changes with virtual school, I don't know if your kids did that, yeah. but, um, we, of course, I don't know pretty much everyone or majority of everyone did that, the ending of the um, fall or the spring rather in the beginning. And then um, it was kind of optional if you wanted to do it or if you want to go back in school here. And my husband was like, yeah, we're going to do virtual again. And I think I cried like a little bit. It was so bad. Like, I just remember like banging my head on the wall, like hiding in the closet. Like, I was like, I hate my life. Well, and you were working too, right? Yeah. 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 So I was just like, it was bad. Like, (laughs) I was in the closet a lot, (laughs) trying to get away from everybody and just trying to have a moment because it was like, you know, everyone's home. (laughs) And so, yeah, learning how to take care of yourself in the midst of pandemic, that was a challenge, but we got it done. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that, like, there was that added element for me, particularly, I think with working and then my husband was trying to work from home. And so I was like, oh, you're fine. You can be home with the kids. And he's like, no, I I can't work when they're here. Like I can't get stuff done. And so, you know, it was kind of that weird dynamic of having one person work outside the home, one person Mm -hmm. in home working in home and then the kids doing school in home and the gamut of everything in the middle of that was crazy. Yes, yes, definitely. And I like respected my husband so much more. Like once I came home a little bit more often and saw what he was doing, I'm like, 
okay, now I'm not mad at you when you don't have dinner ready when I come home. Like, now I get it. <laughs> You're like, I guess there's a little bit of grace for you. <laughs> yes, just a little bit. <laughs> so I know we talked a little bit about like picking, looking at 2021 and picking a word of the year. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's probably something some people are doing, but maybe not everybody listening is picking a word of the year. So tell us a little bit about what that looks like and why you do that and why you recommend doing it and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So having a word for the year, it's like having a theme. I feel like t- that you want the year to like kind of have. And I kind of did it not really in 2019. And then um, at the end of the year of 2019, I decided that I was going to actually pick a word and actually like keep it the whole year and not Mm -hmm. change it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so for 2020, I picked the word tribe. And the reason why I picked tribe was because I really wanted to stop being the super mom doing everything Mm -hmm. herself. I wanted to have, you know, women to support me as far as friendships, people in the house. I wanted help, you know, yeah. with, you know, therapy, all that. Yeah. <laughs> I needed everything. Your team, <laughs> like so, create for yourself. Yes. And so that was my, my word for the year. And it's crazy because like I picked the word tribe um, and then 20, um, 20, of course we had the pandemic. And so I felt like I couldn't get the real tribe that I was looking for, but I still kept that theme. And then I created my own membership for a little while. We had that. So I had that tribe. And then I've been in a part of different groups online with different women, um, just kind of working together and having some, some unity so that you don't feel like you're alone. Because especially for me as a dentist, like, and and I'm the only dentist in the office is like, you can feel like you're on an Island by yourself. And so I'm on an Island by myself when I go to work and then I come home and I feel like I'm doing it all by myself again. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot. So just having Mm -hmm. that community has been like the biggest thing. So that's why I picked the word tribe. And I highly recommend if you do not have a word for you, start thinking about it. Um, it, it really does make a huge difference so that you know, okay, like how do I want my year to flow? Like what are the things that I'm looking forward to doing? And then you can also say no to things too that come up as well. So there were some things that were like coming up that I was like, no, this is not in line with what, you know, I want to do as far as having that tribe. So that has been super helpful. And I've been really grateful for that this year. Yeah. Well, and I would be curious to see like, what are, how do you, how did you kind of keep that focus throughout the year? Cause I know mm-hmm. for me, I don't remember, wasn't this last year it was, it must've been the year prior. So I don't know, like 2018, 2019, one of those years, <laughs> my word was rise. And it, mm-hmm. I picked that at the beginning of the year and that was like my focus all year. And then it was kind of not coincidental or ironic, but at the same time, kind of that, that was yeah. the year that I started the rising moms club. And I think that it was because my, that focus on rising was mm-hmm. such a pivotal thing for me that it just seemed totally natural to have that be kind of the focus and the theme of the membership that I created. And so that, I feel like that year was, was it was like front and center all year long. And then this last year, I think my word was like fearless or something. Mm. And I don't really feel like I embodied that throughout the year. I don't feel like it was that word that was like up front and center throughout the year. And so how do what do you think that you did this year to make that mm. word like up front and center all year long? Yeah. So I literally wrote the word tribe on my wall over here. So this is where mm-hmm. I sit a majority of the time when I'm working. So yeah. it's like big ball letters tribe. <laughs> so I can't help but see it. Okay. Yes. 
And then also I have my vision board off to the side over here too. So just seeing these things visually, mm-hmm. that has been huge, a, a huge reminder. Like, remember, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do that. And I was about to get, you know, they have those personalized like um, bracelets and stuff where you can actually yeah. put the word on there. And I was going to do that. And I was like, no, no, but I'm thinking about doing it for this coming year. But I really feel like visually seeing that word all yeah. year long has been really been helpful for when I do kind of fall off track. Like, okay. What did we say we were going to do? We said we were going to do it all by ourselves. So, you know, having that word definitely kept me in line there. It's funny that you say that because that year that I had that word rise, I had engraved it on a keychain, not a keychain, a necklace. Mm -hmm. And so I like to fidget. So I fidget with my necklace all the time. So I think every time I grabbed it and kind of like fidgeted with it, it was that reminder, even though I couldn't see it. You know, you like, you knew that it was there and that like that, that was there, but this year I didn't do something like that. Yeah. kind of makes me kind of, that was, it probably makes a huge difference having that up front and center. So, okay. So how do you pick a word? Like when you think about it and you, like you and I were just talking about, like, I haven't picked my Mm -hmm. word for this next year yet. Like it's kind of been off my radar. So for those that have never picked a word or are looking to kind of choose that word, what, how would, how did you come to your word? How do you? Figure that out. So really, like it was me just kind of sitting down and thinking about doing reflection. I think that's a big thing that we don't do enough of. Um, A lot of times we like to set these big goals, which is great, but we don't take a you know time to to look back and see like what did we accomplish, what did we, what could we have improved on, what are some Mm -hmm. things that you know we were this close, but something came up and threw us off. Like just taking that time to reflect, I feel like gave me some time to see like okay. What do I need to do better on so that I can, you know, ultimately reach these big goals that I have for myself? Because yeah. um, I like to set three three goals for myself. So one for a real happy mom, another is a um, financial goal, another like personal fitness goal or whatever. So I feel like all three of those things kind of like tie into each other because if mm-hmm. I'm not doing one of <laughs> on one side, yeah. it kind of shows up in another. Um, so just thinking about okay, like all right, I have these big goals. Like what ultimately do I need to do better at in order to achieve those things? And that's where I got tried because I knew I was trying to be super mom and it wasn't working. <laughs> I, I wore a cape and I was tired. I was defeated. I was burnt out. I was angry, resentful, all of those things. And I was not embodying the real happy mom that I tried to <laughs> share with all the moms that I come across. Yeah. So I was like, how can you talk about real happy mom? You're not a real happy mom. Like, get your life. Right, right. So, um, so, that was like, the biggest thing. Total imposter syndrome, right? Yes. Right there. <laughs> yes. So I was like, okay, I know I'm always striving for that, that real happy mom, but like, what do I need? So, okay. Tribe was my word for last year. This coming year 2021 my word is ask I want mm. to ask for things um because I don't I'm always afraid yeah. that I am inconveniencing someone or they don't really want to do it or oh I can just do it myself all of those things so I want to do more of asking for help asking for opportunities asking just because <laughs> like yeah. I really want to do better and then the other thing too that I didn't do before but I'm with a group of um Christian women who have 
who do the same thing where they have a word for the year. But um, one of the ladies told me, she was like, Tony, and it would be even more powerful if you put that word of the year with a scripture too. And I was mm-hmm. like, mm, I haven't done that before. So having that, I think will help me to take it to the next level. So when I do feel like, oh no, I don't want to ask my boss for whatever it is. Like I can remind myself, okay, you know, this is the scripture that I'm standing on and I can't go ahead and ask. Yeah, that's really cool. And I don't know, like you and I talked about it before. I was like, oh, I haven't picked my word. I haven't mm-hmm. chosen it. Um, and when you were talking and you said ask, like it, the, immediately the word that came to mind was receive. Mm-hmm. And I think yep. that for me, that's one of, even just recently, I was in a little mastermind with a couple of my girlfriends and one of them was like, Renee, you're giving too much. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're giving so much. And it, the opposite of that give is receive. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes we in just our, I don't know if it's like faith backgrounds or society or culture or like whatever it is, there's this element of like needing to give and give and give and give. And that receiving has this sort of like connotation of being guilty or greedy or, you know, whatever. And I think that there's this ebb and flow. And I think it goes just even what you were talking about in this sense of like, as moms, we feel guilty asking for help because I think we feel guilty receiving that. Like we should, we should be the one that's always giving and the one that's always doing. And yet that's the thing that takes us to that place of burnout. So, you know, and I remember talking to somebody um, about like, we have to be in order to, to give, like somebody has to receive, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're giving, 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 that other person is the one receiving, but at some point that person is the giver too. And you have to be the willing, the willing receiver, if that makes sense. And so it was kind of this, and some, I can't remember who it was, but had asked me that, that feeling like that you give, get when you give to somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're talking about Christmas, Christmas is right around the corner. You give a gift to your kids and you watch them just explode with like, excitement and happiness and joy. And it makes you feel really good, right? Like that's your gift. You feel like, oh, that just makes me feel good. Like seeing how happy they are. And somebody had told me like, but you're robbing other people of that gift by being unwilling to receive. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really fascinating way to kind of look at that. And that, that element of like, you have to be willing to give and receive both ways. And so I don't know, just coming up like that, that word. I mean, your word ask is very similar in that sense. Like you're mm-hmm. asking to receive in essence. Like, yeah. 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 And no, and, and going back to what you're saying about um, how we're robbing people, because I had to like, really like, seriously, like I went and like research, like why it's good to ask for help <laughs> just because I was struggling with it. And like, one of the things that I learned is like, you know, when you ask someone for help, like they feel good about themselves yeah. too. Yeah. And so if you don't give people the opportunity to actually do something good, then like you said, you're robbing them of, of those feel good feelings too. Like mm-hmm. you just want to help everyone which is good, but people want to help. People want to do things for you. And so, yes, definitely let them do it and receive that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just like, even in essence, thinking of like, when I ask or when I receive, I'm giving the gift of that person feeling great about helping and supporting and all that too. Like Mm -hmm. just kind of shifting that that mentality on giving and receiving. So speaking of giving and receiving, do you, does your family have any great and wonderful like Christmas traditions that you guys like to incorporate? 
So we just started a year or two ago. It's taking a picture in front of the Christmas tree because, uh-huh. you know, especially with little ones, they grow so much. So uh-huh. like watching them grow. So I'm really excited about taking their pictures this year. <laughs> and yeah. they're just like, mommy, we just want to open the gifts. And then um, the other thing, too, is we do our gingerbread houses. I was saving that for this weekend, but they were like, no, mommy, we want to do it now. So the gingerbread houses is like a, a theme here. Like they have to do it. And then we watch the sugar ants come and take it down, um, which is fine. <laughs> and then um, the the last thing that I'm trying to do is is a new tradition I'm starting is with the gifts in particular, because one year we went through a really financial hardship, um, my husband and I, and like we literally like didn't have any money for for gifts. And like, I think I pulled together a couple of things and like, I felt really bad as a mom because I'm like, you know, like Christmas time, you're supposed to have all the things and yeah. I didn't. And it really made me feel bad. And so I made a promise to myself next year, it's going to be the best Christmas ever. <laughs> and it was the complete opposite. It was so many gifts under that tree. My kids literally got tired of opening the gift. <laughs> like that's how many presents were underneath that tree. And I was just like, okay, like it has to be a happy medium, like somewhere yeah. in between. And so the thing is, is like my oldest son, his birthday's Christmas Eve. So I already have a birthday and then we got Christmas. So just limiting down to only three gifts is like my new thing. Three is, is enough, more than enough. So it's not, I'm not killing myself, you know, trying to, you know, have this big elaborate thing, but at the same time, there's enough that they can be excited about. That's so true. Like my kids in the past had gotten so burnt out and so, especially when they're really little, you know, they open up those first like two or three gifts and they're like, yes, I want to play with these. And then mm-hmm. you're like, but wait, there's all these other ones you have to open. <laughs> and I can remember like, especially when they were really little, I spent mo- like my morning unwrapping these gifts and being like, oh wait, but look at this one. Mm-hmm. Like, you're- and, but they were so focused on just those first few that they had opened. Yes, And so it really does. Like it kind of shifts that perspective that it's not necessarily the abundance of gifts that mm-hmm. is needed, but that intention behind those few that can make all the difference for them. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just out of curiosity, when you talked about sugar ants, are you referring to actual ants or are you referring to your kids? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> Because we, we, we made gingerbread houses this last week and they were sitting on my kitchen counter and then I moved them to my table and I like made them all look nice. So that it was like this little gingerbread house centerpiece thing on my table. And I told the kids last night, I was like, I'm throwing these away because there's no like candy left on them. It's so it's like all crumbled and broken <laughs> off frosting all over them with no candy. It's all like missing parts. There's sprinkles all over my counter and my mm-hmm. table. And I was like, you guys just destroyed these these gingerbread houses. <laughs> these were supposed to be decorations for the next couple of weeks, but yeah, they just completely destroyed them. So they might they might make it into the trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine likely they still have a few. Well, not a few. They have enough candy on there where it looks decent, but they've gotten a few. I've noticed a couple little spots that are missing, and then. Um, this year it's a little bit colder, so I don't. I'm hoping the ants will go away. But last year the ants came and they just took over the house. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. It's, it's truly, I feel like this year we actually lucked out with ants. But it does that fall season into win- mm. right into the beginning of winter. It's like ants are everywhere, just yes. everywhere you turn. There's ants. So 
Yeah. Yes. Well, Tony, and thank you so much for hopping on with us and sharing. Is there any last little thing you feel like you want to leave people with? Oh, I just want to say, please just be present here these during these holidays because I know it's hard with everything going on, but just take a moment to enjoy it and and soak it all in because one thing that I've learned just looking at my my youngest, he's four, I'm like, why didn't you get so big? (laughs) And I'm just like, I don't want to be so busy and doing all the things that I miss out and realize that yeah, he's a big boy now. So yeah, make sure you take some time and enjoy yourselves. I know. I I totally hear you. Like even just like my, because my youngest is four too. And hearing some of the things that come out of her mouth and things like she's still my baby, but at the same time, I'm like, Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, you're not a baby anymore. (laughs) So it does make a huge difference. And I just totally forgot that we have, I forget. It's a program of yours. That's on the giveaway for today. Right. How could I bring that? Oh, how did you forget, Renee? I know, I know. I thought just you showing up and and engaging and talking and chatting with me was good enough as a gift. I totally, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, wait, we have a giveaway today. So tell us a little bit more about that. Um, Which one do you want me to tell you about? Because I got two. I can't remember. Katie, where's Katie? Katie would know. Let me let me double check. What's on the giveaway for today? Well, while you're doing that, I just wanted to say hey to Rachel because I see you, girl, in the chat. Hey, yes. Rachel, and I see you talking about gratitude. So yes, that is awesome. Yes, I'm Gosh. gonna do better about gratitude too. And Renee, yeah. I, like I said, I just want to make sure that I don't tell you about the wrong one. So I'm looking it up too really quick. I, for, I totally forget. Let me see. Let me see. Because I don't want to. What are we talking run. about here? What's in the giveaway? Ah. Um, your, oh, wait, shoot. It is your Sunday prep workbook. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Sunday wait, wait. prep workbook. Okay. Cause I had two and I was like, Oh, which one did I tell you? I know. And I was throwing in my rising mom's journal with it too. So the right. giveaways for both of those today. Yes. Our, our brains are gone. It's Saturday. <laughs> it's Saturday and we're both working moms in healthcare. What can I say? <laughs> Yes. Well, the Sunday prep workbook. This is my workbook that goes along with my Sunday prep routine. We talked about it on the episode with yes. Renee on the Rice and Mom podcast. I will get you the episode number. I do not remember off the top of my head. But that episode, we kind of touched on a little bit about um, some of the things that you can do on Sunday to make sure that you have an awesome week. And this workbook kind of walks you through each of those steps so that you can be ready and prepared come Monday um, and be like me who loves Mondays. That's your favorite day of the week because yeah. you're ready for the week. So the Sunday prep workbook, I want to say is $17 on my website, but it is going to be a giveaway for today. So that's the Sunday prep workbook. Yes. Yes. And I just looked, I actually um, was going through and I was noticing that like there's been some episodes on my podcast that are missing. So Uh-oh. I've I've printed out all of my episodes trying to count <laughs> through, figuring out what's missing. So I, I can't tell you the exact number because some of my episodes are off, but yours came out September 15th. So Got people it. that want to go back and look, it's around September 15th. I yeah. don't know what happened, but I was like looking and I'm like, wait a second. Episode number five is missing and episode number 12 is missing. Like, oh, where goodness. are these episodes? And I started 
So that was that's what I've been doing all morning is going and cross checking numbers. Oh, got it, got it. <laughs> the, joy, the joys of the Saturday morning, right? Yes. Yeah, Rhonda says it's a Saturday morning rain. One hundred percent, it's a Saturday morning rain for sure. And the people are working in my backyard again. And so one of my neighbors text messaged me this morning at seven o'clock in the morning. She goes, oh. "Are you putting a pool in your backyard or what? Like, what's going on?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, they're jackhammering at seven o'clock oh, in the morning no. on a Saturday." But yeah, they're just putting in a wall. So, but it's oh. been one of those mornings, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy it's around here. <laughs> well, tell me, thank you so much for hopping yes. on and sharing with us. You guys, make sure you go over there and enter in the giveaway for today. And if you want to check in on the episode, like I said, I can't tell you what number it is, but it was seven September 15th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the episode number might change, but you can search on the website or search wherever and you can go in and listen to that as well. So um, Rachel, this is Tony Ann. Yes. So from the real the real happy mom podcast, right? Yes, yes. I guess that, okay. Yep, yep. You got it. So you can check out her podcast. You can go check out her episode on my podcast. You mm -hmm. can go check her out on Instagram, like any of those kinds of places. So yes. thanks so much for hopping on. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. I hope you've enjoyed this Facebook live. Now in this live, Renee talked about this um, giveaway that she was doing and it is probably over or almost over, depending on when you're listening to this, it's probably going to be over by that time. But I will do a giveaway for the Sunday prep workbook, which like I said, is on the website. You can go ahead and check it out at realhappymom.com. And yeah, if you want to have a chance to get entered into that, do me a favor and just screenshot you listening to this episode and put it in your Insta stories and tag me. And I am going to pick a winner on December, let's say December 29th. I will pick a winner. So go ahead, screenshot yourself listening to this episode, share it in your stories, tag me at Real Happy Mom, and I will pick a winner from there. And yeah, good luck. So go ahead, get to it, screenshot this, and I will check you out next week. Take care and with lots of love.